Welcome to the Agile Strategy Lab podcast. I'm Liz Nilsson, the Associate Director of the Lab at the University of North Alabama. This episode of the podcast is being produced in partnership with the Strategic Doing Institute. One of the truly complex challenges we face in our world is that of addressing persistent inequity and systemic racism. In July of 2020, we hosted a conversation with three women who are using agile leadership and strategic doing to take on that challenge. In this episode of the podcast, you'll hear from one of them, Kenyatta Dotson. Kenyatta is a community activist in Flint, Michigan. If you've been around our work for any length of time at all, you've probably heard us talk about Flint and the remarkable work that Kenyatta and her colleagues and neighbors have done there. In Flint, strategic doing has gone far beyond a process with which to address a challenge. It's become a way to think and live. Here's Kenyatta. So today I really just wanna have a conversation with you all um, to talk a little bit about true allyship and it's parallel to true collaboration. And some of the work, just a little bit of the work that we've done to kind of integrating that into the conversation as we talk about the two. So allyship happens over time. It's not something that happens immediately. It's not something that we can just put into the microwave on one minute, two minute, and it just pops out miraculously and boom, we have allyship. You know, we have an ally that's connected to us and we could just move forward and do great things. An allyship and an ally, it takes time, it takes nourishment, it, it, it takes consistency and it builds over time. It is a lifelong process of building relationships based on trust, consistency and accountability. Um, and it happens oftentimes with marginalized individuals and or groups of people with partnerships and with those um, who you're closely connected with. Sometimes that happens with, uh, from shared vision. Other times it happens from a mutual understanding. Sometimes we have to choose to agree to disagree. We have to decide to leave our disagreements outside of the room and, and decide to agree on those things that we, um, that we know are our commonalities so that we can provide the needs of the people. And so um, sometimes that's what an ally might be. And then when we walk outside the room, we have to continue to work on those things that we disagree on. So an allyship is not self-defined. It should not be about me or, or, or what my intentions are. That's not an allyship. An allyship should be about the collective. It should be about the we, not about the I. And also the work and efforts must be recognized, co-shared and leveraged by those you're seeking to ally with. The load and the heavy lifting, it must be shared, it must be leveraged, and it must be, um, it must be a reciprocal effect. Simply put, an ally means to be in the company of the willing. I remember in the city of Flint a long time ago, we used to always wait for other people to come to the table. You know, we used to say, well, we need this person to come. We need this person to be there. You know, if, if, if this, this group isn't there, you know, the work won't be as rich or we'll have to start from, um, from, from scratch. And after a certain time period, we decided we have to move forward and then they'll just have to jump on at, at another place at a later time. But the work has to move forward because the more we stop, the more we stall, the more lives are going to be at stake. So to have an allyship and to have an ally means to be in the company of the willing. 
those who understand what it means to sacrifice, to stand up, to speak up, to move forward in action and, and on behalf of others and, and in the pursuit of justice, in the pursuit of freedom and from an equitable society and from an equitable place. Um, where all people feel whole, feel valued, and like they belong. We have to create that sense of belonging, like people matter um, from that allyship. To be an ally is to unite oneself with another or others to promote a common interest. Allies usually form connections between and often enter into alliances with people, groups who share a common interest and have a true desire to help. And like I said, sometimes that takes work. And I'm sure most of you who work in community and who work with diverse groups, you understand that work is not always easy. But if you're truly in this work for the right reasons, to serve people, to provide the needs of those who are most vulnerable, then you understand we have to put aside our differences, find our commonalities, our common interests, so that we can form allies and be able to do the work that's needed so that we can move forward. This is where true collaboration comes in. True collaboration between partners, groups must mean something to each person. It must have value. It must matter. It is deep commitment, sometimes smoke, spoken and sometimes not spoken. True collaboration um, simply means that we decide, mutually agree to move forward in action together as a collective body. But there must be a shared core passion, respect, admiration, trust, and so much more that lays the foundation and drives the collaboration to make the experience of collaboration true, genuine, and authentic. We cannot deny that there is a parallel between true allyship and true collaboration. However, in order to have true collaboration, allyship among people in groups or between partners is necessary. True collaboration is simply not possible if one does not show and prove him or herself to be an ally. And proving simply means having that trust, like we saw in the word diagram earlier, just to have that consistent level of trust, accountability, responsibility, and to say what it is. If you commit to doing something, to really be about the, word, the words that you say that you're going to do. So the collaboration will only go so far if you do not stand by your word. Therefore, it is important and necessary to cast a wide net, discover who are the willing. Thanks for listening. You can learn more about the lab and how we use strategic doing and other tools to help organizations address complex challenges at agilestrategylab.org. You can also email us through the website. Just look for the contact button. Learn more about strategic doing at strategicdoing.net.